Welcome, I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you're created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. My job is to teach you how to align your life so you can make this happen. So I want to welcome you today to our show, or today we're going to be talking about um, the top supplements uh, to boost your immunity, uh, the top vitamins and minerals that you should be on, uh, especially, obviously, it's a little cooler out now, and... Um, I knew uh, we all knew that that was coming. So I'm going to be talking about the immune boosting vitamins and minerals that you should be taking as we're moving into the season of the flu, cold slash viruses. And I know last week we just had an amazing event at our office, uh, immunity workshop makeover. So um, we will we might be releasing a, a version of that online. Uh, just stay tuned for that. Um, but at the end of the day. Uh, we went through a lot of great information regarding the health, you know, the the health system, the how the how the body functions, how immunity actually works, et cetera, and all those things. Um, you're just well received by the people that were there, which is awesome. So, uh, as always, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us by uh, calling our office at nine three seven five five two seven three six four. You can either press option two, uh, or you can. To, to talk to somebody or leave a voicemail, or you can text that number. Once again, that number is 937-552-7364, and that, that'll allow you to either sign up for an appointment or you can you know get more information about um, what we we're talking about today, or you can just get on, you know, you can get on our next dinner coming up uh, in November. But nonetheless, at the end of the day, you can do that. Once again, that number is 937-552-7364. So uh, it's always... Um, I like to share why it is that I get so passionate about what I do and what I how I help people, and for me, it solely comes down to, you know, my mom, uh, and my mom giving me a phone call seven years ago, and, and to tell me at that time that she'd been diagnosed with breast cancer. So at that moment, when she tells me over the phone, she starts crying. Then of course I start crying. Uh, my mom is my hero, so I'm like, you know what, um, mom, what are you gonna do? She says, son, I know what I'm not doing. I'm not doing chemotherapy and radiation, which is her choice. I'm like, okay, well, uh, I don't know what to do. I'm scared out of my mind. I don't really know what else you can do. So um, I'm like, you know what, though? I know I'm learning about the human body and how it functions and how it heals, and I know the brain controls everything. So, you know, that communication between your brain and your body is faulty. That cannot be helping anything. So, uh, you know, if you're misaligned and that's putting stress on your body, et cetera, uh, that can't be helping. So, mom... Let's get your spine checked at least to see, you know, if that can help anything and see if your body can, you know, at least fight this thing better. So we got my mom's spine checked. And um, when you look at the spine, especially the side view of the neck, you are supposed to have a 45-degree angle in your neck. When we took my mom's x-ray, we saw that she had lost 100% of the curve in her neck. Her neck was completely straight. So obviously that's not normal, strike one. Uh, uh, you know, that's not normal. Second thing we did, we took another set of x-rays from front to back of her spine, her upper back, between her shoulder blades, my mom had a bend in her spine going out to the side. So she had a minor scoliosis between her shoulder blades. And it wasn't like a full-blown scoliosis, it was like a minor thing. Uh, but still, when I saw that on her x-rays, you know, I knew that couldn't be helping anything. You know, I, I know that if you're, 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 your spine is bent out of position, it's a bad thing. And it's a bad thing because uh, otherwise, you know, scoliosis doctors would not do surgeries on kids with scoliosis, right? So the, the spine being bent to any potential degree is definitely not a 
good thing for the spine. It's actually detrimental. There's research out there that shows it. So I'm like, you know, that can't be helping anything, mom. Uh, but, you know, and then it finally further dawned on me. I'm like, you know what? That, and that fully explains furthermore why it is that you've had upper back pain, neck pain, headaches, and chronic sinus infections for literally my entire life uh, that I remember. Because for years, my mom took all the medications and, you know, she went to the doctor and the answer was always the same. Let's take some drugs, let's take some, you know, um, <clears throat> medications and over-the-counter stuff and prescription stuff to see if that can help mass the symptoms. And it did. And mass the symptoms. And then it mass the symptoms over and over until later, the problem got worse and worse and worse. And eventually she developed breast cancer or, you know, a, a, a myriad of other diseases, right? So, but for her, the main one was breast cancer. So, I finally asked my mom. I'm like, Mom, I've been telling you for years to exercise, eat better, do the healthy stuff. Why now have you decided to do something different? She finally replies and says, son, it is simple. I finally realized that I can die and I want to see my grandchildren grow up. Four of those grandchildren are my kids. Eden, who is eight years old. Eve, who's six. John Luke, who is three. And Ellery, who's four months old. So, my mom decided to do something different for her health. In order to afford my kids, nieces, and nephews the opportunity of having a grandmother in the future. And because of that, once again, thankful and blessed and happy to report that my mom is still alive today. Seven years post-diagnosis. Even though her doctors told her she would probably not live past six months. Because she had the most aggressive type of breast cancer. So my mom took responsibility for her health. And obviously, I always ask everybody, well, who is responsible for your health? We all know the answer, folks. We are responsible for our own health, right? And, you know... My, my mom decided to start eating better, drop some weight, you know, do a lot of the other things that w in conjunction with her medical doctor, her oncologist, she was able to get her hormones under control. And that was actually slowing the growth of her cancer and all these different things. And, you know, she didn't do the chemo and radiation. She did other treatments that were able to help her body, you know, adapt and be able to still be alive today. Right. Is she completely cancer free? No, she still has a couple of masses that are being watched. But at the end of the day, though, my mom decided to do something different. My question is, when are you going to decide to do something different? Are you going to wait until you get cancer, right? Are you going to wait until you get coronavirus? Are you going to wait until you get the flu? Are you going to wait until you get something else, right? And that's that's the question, and it's, it all comes down to you. It is your health. It is your body. It is your responsibility. No, the doctor is not responsible for your health. Your mom is not. Your brother, your cat, your dog are not. You are. So this is why I always try to equip people to the best of my ability to, you know, to understand where health and healing comes from and how to take a proactive approach at actually, you know, uh, allowing your body to heal and allowing your body to function effectively. So this is why, you know, we had our event last week and we talked about the immune boosting nutrients. And I know uh, last weekend when I did my show, I kind of went very quickly through some of the actual vitamins and minerals and, you know, herbs, etc. And I went through it like in the last portion of the segment, I think it was just uh, when I was thinking back at it, I'm like, you know what? Like a lot of people want to know what to do and they don't know what to do. Uh, and some people are afraid like what to do and what not to do. So I'm like, you know what? I'm, I want to dedicate this show to telling you what you should be doing as far when it comes to your actual nutrition and supplementation and vitamins, because that is important too. Even the, you know, NIH, Dr. Fauci, all these people have said it like, hey, you should probably take some vitamins. I know that was not their initial um, you know, uh, message, right? But even, you know, you, Dr. Fauci, I think it was like last spring came out. It's like, yeah, I do take vitamin D. I do take vitamin C, right? So at the end of the day, you, you need to understand that, like, there are some things you could be doing proactively to help your body function 100% and feel and, 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 you know, 
heal better, right? <clears throat> Even at the, the hospitals, they're giving intravenous vitamin C. They're giving zinc. They're giving all these other things that are known to, to be shown in studies that are helping help people get off of, you know, the ventilators or even, you know, recover from the virus. So these are the things that it's not even necessarily about the virus. It's about your body and the host being so strong that when the virus comes, the virus doesn't take such a big, massive hit on your body. So, you know, one of the first things that I want to cover is the fact that you have to eat nutritious foods, right? And I know I kind of, you know, talked about a little bit about that last week. You have to eat nutritious foods, right? If your food you're eating is already kind of, it's already dead, obviously, because it's, you know, meat comes from an animal that died, right? But if that food is actually even more dead because of the chemicals and the processes and the fact that, you know, it's, you know, microwaved and all these different things, how much nutrition are you getting out of that? Not much, probably, right? So this is why I think it's important to eat, number one, whole, live God created food for your bodies, right? You can't be eating things that like men created in a lab that may taste like sugar, but it might not be like sugar, but it might be really, really toxic, etc. That's where, you know, all the artificial sweeteners come in, the ones that are not natural. So like <clears throat> that's kind of stuff you need to you need to really pay attention to. And and I think um it's very it's safe to say that if you're consuming a, a normal, organic, healthy diet that is balanced with the right amounts of vegetables and the right amounts of fruits and the right amounts of good fats and, you know, quality proteins, right? All that is going to affect your body positively, right? That's going to allow you to absorb the nutrients from that food. So it starts with the food. And this is where a lot of people, you know, will get confused and think like, oh, you're just want to sell vitamins and minerals. Yeah, th that's awesome. Great. Like selling vitamins and minerals is not the main reason uh, you know, why I'm a doctor, I, I became a doctor of chiropractic in the natural health realm in order to help people get well. But you you and I both agree. And this is even if you're the naysayer when it comes to vitamins and well, I'm taking these pills versus the medication pills. What's the difference? The difference is that medications actually destroy your body <laughs> because you would never drink a whole bottle of Tylenol because it'll kill you. Right. Uh, not not saying that you should do that at all. Right. So you would never take your whole prescription of lisinopril or metformin because it'll kill you. Right. So they have toxic effects. Right. So at the end of the day, number one, that's the number one difference. Number two, medication is about reacting. Like so you waited until something fell apart. It broke. And then you reacted to it by going to your doctor and they say, hey, your heart's falling apart. So we're going to give you something to like patch it up until it falls apart more. And when it does, then we'll just cut it out and probably put a new one in or, you know, do stints, et cetera. And I'm not trying to diminish any of those jobs and what they do. That is important and it has a place and time. But if you can prevent yourself from ever becoming one of those patients that ends up on the table, would you? Like, of course you would. Nobody, like who, raise your hand if you're driving, don't raise your hand. But like, raise your hand if you're jumping for joy to get an open heart surgery right now. <laughs> like, nobody wants that, right? So if you're doing something that that is preventative and proactive, like a vitamin regimen, an exercise regimen, and eating a healthy diet regimen. That's going to probably decrease your chances, which is exactly what it's all the literature says, from Harvard to Princeton to Mayo Clinic to all these really, really super, <clears throat> you know, well knowledge based, um, you know, universities are saying that exercise and diet makes a difference when it comes to your lifestyle and disease processes. Right. So it's pretty important that not only do you get your nutrients, you know, vitamins, minerals, et cetera, from your supplements, more importantly, is that you get them from your food. Right. So from your food. So if you want to 
increase your levels of vitamin C. Obviously, you would eat, you know, citrus fruits. If you want to increase your levels of vitamin D, you would eat, you know, um, animal uh, proteins and fats, especially like cold water, you know, fish that is wild caught, right? So you want to be consuming an actual diet that's healthy and really, really good quality fats. It's healthy in, in the, the amount of dairy that you're consuming that is actually full fat dairy that is not, you know, um, you know, pasteurized and it's not, um, you know, anything that's been adulterated. But most important that it comes from actually, you know, grass fed cows. You want to eat proteins that come from animals that have been raised appropriately from, you know, like eating the appropriate foods. Right. So like a cow is not supposed to eat grain. It's supposed to eat grass. So that's the kind of stuff. So whole grains and, you know, ancient grains, you might want to be careful with the amount of whole grains you consume. But nonetheless, you want to consume those those grains that are very, very rich in minerals and vitamins, right? Uh, fruit and vegetable variety, also very important. And <clears throat> most important of all, we can overconsume sugars and carbohydrates in our country. You want to consume most of your carbohydrates from plants, right? So you're talking about like, you know, cabbage is, is a carbohydrate, you know, it's a vegetable that has carbohydrates in it. So like you're getting those foods that have those carbohydrates in it that would also help you. That's kind of the, the gist of how you should be eating is when it comes to your diet to get the most absorbable form of nutrients in your body. So I have to take a quick break here. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO, Dave Susan Talk. You're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. This is an Ask the Expert weekend on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, want to remind you, you were created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. Uh, my job is to teach you how to align your life so you can make these things happen. So, uh, you know, always you can reach us at 937-552-7364. Um, that's our office number. You can press option two if you want to talk to somebody. If not, you want to just text that number. You can text that number at 937-552-7364. And that number is just basically going to allow you to text, uh, whether if you want to be a new patient, if you want to come to our next dinner, you want to come to our next workshop, et cetera, that's just going to allow you to do. So, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you need to, um, you know, if you want to take charge of your health and you need to do something different, uh, you need to take charge and actually do something different. Don't think about it. Just do and take the action steps. So, uh, you know, you can always find us on Facebook, Full Life Chiropractic, and also on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. So coming back from the first segment. So, and you know, on the first segment, I was talking about nutrition and how important eating a nutritious, balanced diet is. Uh, and I want to kind of dive in a little bit more into, you know, older, other kind of types of diets that you can actually eat that are good for your body and good for it to get rid of the extra weight, the extra, you know, sugar, et cetera. So the, the one program that we teach, two programs that we teach in our office, is the core plan versus the advanced plan. The core plan allows you to have grains. That's what I was talking about on the last segment at the end there. I was talking about, you know, eating good and healthy fats, full fat dairy, animals that are raised, you know, you know, naturally and eating their diet are supposed to eat. Um, also whole grains and ancient grains as well, like corn and all these different types of grains and sprouted grains as well. And then variety of fruits and vegetables and then plant-based car, uh, carbohydrates. So those are the things that I would say are pretty important when it comes to like just having a nice core of uh, nutrition that comes from your, your diet. Uh, the second plan that we teach is called the advanced plan. It's the same thing as a core plan, but we actually take away the grains and we take we only consume low 
sugar fruits and berries. So, you know, berries have, uh, yeah, they're, they're sweet, but they have a really high content of fiber, which cancels out the amount of sugar that they actually have because the body cannot absorb the actual sugar if it's surrounded by fiber. So this is where it is important that uh, I'm not saying eat like a whole pint of blueberries, but, you know, if you have that sweet tooth and you're trying to stay away from carbohydrates, I would rather you grab the raspberries and blueberries than the, you know, a bar of chocolate, right? So, and low sugar fruits, things like, you know, Granny Smith apples, grapefruits, et cetera, they tend to be a little bit more tart and sour. Those are right there, lower in sugar, which allows your body to, once again, reduce that inflammation and create this um, environment that is uh, pro-health and healing more so than destruction and slow deterioration and decay. So that's a, the, two, the two ways that you should be looking at eating uh, your diet, and that's the filter you want to look at, the things you eat on a daily basis, because if you do not, then what that is going to do is going to allow for you to create deficiencies that will lead to you creating problems such as, you know, disease processes or conditions or syndromes, et cetera, uh, because you're lacking the proper nutrition. So if you don't have, you know, vitamin C or zinc or vitamin D, et cetera, your body's not going to be able to function effectively at 100%. So therefore, you would be more susceptible to actually creating a disease process or your cells becoming infected by a, a, a virus or a bacteria, et cetera. So that's why it is so important that you understand that whenever like uh, somebody's talking about supplements, it's not about the supplements that you need to take. You should be getting a lot of your stuff from your diet first and then you supplement after uh, because obviously your body is deficient in it. And secondly, the food sources that we have in this day and age have a little less minerals and vitamins than they used to uh let's say even 100 years ago so i have to take a quick break here folks you are listening to living the full life on 1290 957 whio talk. you're listening to an ask the expert weekend on 1290 and 957 whio dayton's news and talk this is an Ask the Expert weekend on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us by calling our office at 937-552-7364. You can find us also by texting that same number at 937-552-7364. Uh, or lastly, you can always just uh, come to our office. We are at 1735 West Main Street in Troy, Ohio, exit 74 uh, as you're heading north or south. So uh, you'll see it off the highway right there. So at the end of the day, if you want help, we will help you. Uh, we will never turn away somebody that wants help, uh, especially if they're eager to do it in a, in a different approach more so than what they've been used to in the medical model. So if that is you and you're ready, once again, that number is 937-552-7364. Uh, you can press option two to talk to somebody. If not, you can simply text that number as well. So, uh, you know, talking about immunity, boosting, uh, you know, nutrition and nutrients and vitamins, uh, uh, you know, I think it's appropriate that we dive in. You know, last week I kind of just gave a quick overview about vitamin D, vitamin C, zinc, etc. But I want to dive in a little bit more into what each one of them does and how it's been shown in studies to help, you know, things such as viruses, et cetera, not proliferate or spread in your body or continue to infect your body and your cells and causing obviously issues, um, you know, to include, you know, shortness of breath, hospitalizations, et cetera. So um, vitamin D is the first one I want to go over. 
And vitamin D is a very, very powerful, very, very powerful antioxidant, anti-inflammatory, and it's a, it's an essential vitamin because you have to obtain it from diet. So you have to obtain it from diet, and then it gets activated on your skin via the sunlight, right? So you have some in your body, but your body has to activate it via sunlight, so you have to consume it in your diet. And, you know, the reality is that a lot of people are deficient in vitamin D, especially in America, right? So the, the further away you are from sunlight and the less sunlight you get, the more susceptible to infections, disease processes you become. So, you know, right now studies have shown that about 42% of the United States population is deficient in vitamin D. Those numbers were as high as like 90-some percent when they first started looking at this data about 5 to 10 years ago. But... And the problem is that we spend too much time inside. We're never out in the sun uh, exposing our skin, especially a lot of our skin. So even if you go out in the sun, it's your arms, uh, maybe your legs if you're wearing shorts that are exposed to the sun. Uh, and then your core, like your, your chest, your back, your belly, uh, your low back, et cetera, is not exposed to the sun. So that is less surface area touching the sun, therefore less conversion of vitamin D to 2,5-cholecalciferol, which is the scientific name of vitamin D when it gets activated and it acts more like a hormone rather than an actual uh, vitamin in your body. So that is uh, vitamin D. And then the biggest thing is right here is that uh, you want a reading above 30 and like 30 is like failing. Like you have major issues, um, you know, and you may not even attribute the major issues to your vitamin D levels being low, but if you have like achy joints and if you have a pro-inflammatory you know, um, you know, disease process such as diabetes or high blood pressure, anything like that. Uh, it's not that the vitamin D is directly causing it, but it's one of those, uh, you know, spokes in the wheel that is allowing for that issue to continue to get worse or exacerbate because it is absolutely necessary for a ton of different processes in the body for your body to be able to function and heal at 100%. So whenever you have low amounts of vitamin D, a lot of immune-related problems arise, especially when it comes to respiratory infection in the form of influenza, rhinovirus, uh, you know, which is, you know, the, the common cold or even COVID-19, right? So the, the reality is that there was a study conducted, you know, last year that found that over 80% of 200 COVID patients had a low level of vitamin D. So this is very, very important that you continue to actually take and supplement with vitamin D and, you know, and do that, you know, so what in our office, we, we have some of these products, right. And, you know, the, the, one of the best things that we've seen in the studies is that it tells you what you should be taking the actual vitamins with in order to activate them better and be able to be best absorbed. Right. So, um, when it comes to vitamin D levels, we know that when it's actually um, consumed with a probiotic, uh, it allows your body to absorb it better. And it, it literally helps the absorption of that vitamin D into your body. So it is super important that you would find a formula that actually has probiotics and vitamin D together. Once again, there's a lot of health food stores out there that have these vitamins, that have the probiotics in them. So something like that, that's something that we do carry in our office. Once again, it's not about us like talking about our supplements, it's about you getting educated so you know what to look for. Some of you live way too far to even come and buy supplements from our office, et cetera. So at the end of the day, it's about you know what to look for when you go to the store, the health food store, to be able to um, you know, get the best product for your body. So vitamin D, and then people with, um, you know, so 
when you look at vitamin D levels, you look at the nanograms per deciliter. So uh, 30 to 100 is considered normal by the standard, you know, um, medical blood work, you know, convention, I guess we can call it, right? So, you know, which is great. That's awesome. You know, zero, I mean, uh, 30 to 100, right? Above 100 is obviously something that could be dangerous. Below 30 is also something that could be dangerous because now you're talking about disease process creation. So creating diseases that are obviously, um, you know, that would arise from either too little or too much vitamin D. So that's what, you know, you want to be between 30 and 100. But there was a study that I found that talked about, you know, people that had 55 nanograms per deciliter, how to reduce, they reduce the severity and the duration of their upper respiratory tract infection. So this is why vitamin D is something that you should probably take year-round, uh, especially when it is actually cold and dreary outside and there isn't any sunlight. I think that is something that is a go-to that you should be taking literally on a daily basis. So uh, the next vitamin is vitamin C, obviously. I'm pretty sure you guys remember, uh, if you've been listening for a while, if you haven't, that's okay. Uh, I did a show in, to its entirety, I think two weeks in a row, if I'm not mistaken, I talked about vitamin C. Vitamin C is absolutely crucial. It's potent. Uh, the Journal of Ultramolecular Medicine, um, you know, and then also a few others, like, you know, a few other actual studies have been published in by the NIH in the United States, which is a government agency, right? They talked about the potency of vitamin C and fighting upper respiratory tract infections. So, Vitamin C, what is it? It's an antioxidant. It literally, it, it, it can help encourage the body to produce white blood cells. White blood cells are the ones that come along and fight infection. So when they see a cell, let's say like a random cell gets infected by a virus. Once again, a virus on its own cannot do anything to you. It has to invade your cell, hijack your DNA, start making copies of itself, and then those copies go and infect the next cell, and then that happens over and over and over. Eventually, you are sick, right? So we know that's what happens. But the white blood cells are the ones that show up and say, holy cow, that cell, that cell, and that cell are actually uh, infected. We need to kill them. So that's what white blood cells do. That's part of your immune system, right? So it is really important to have a good level of vitamin C because if you don't, white blood cells don't actually happen to the best of their ability. Number one, they're, they're not created. Or, or secondly, they're not encouraged to um to do their job effectively because they need that vitamin C in some intricate ways as far as their their energy level production and also the their their survival they need vitamin C. So if you don't take vitamin C and you don't have your white blood cells working for you, guess what happens? You actually get sicker more often, right? And when you do get sick, you stay sicker longer. So in a matter of fact, the cool thing about vitamin C is that uh when you look at supplementing with it, a uh, study found that with supplementation of a high-dose high vitamin C can actually help reduce the duration or how long you have the cold or the flu for by nearly 20%. So one in five, right? One out of five is 20%. So literally nearly one in five, uh, you know, chances in, or, or chances to reduce that, that cold or flu by that 20%. So, um, you know, I, I think that's a phenomenal thing because – Whenever you're feeling lousy, the last thing you want to do is feel lousy forever. So you want to recover as soon as possible and feel your normal, healthy self, right? So pretty important that you you have vitamin C in your cupboard if you want to make sure that you reduce the amount of infection and how long it actually lasts. So um, 
And, and I want to I want to talk about this one thing, and I talked about this last year, and I want to recap. When you take high enough levels of vitamin C, you are also reducing the cytokine storm, and this is what you know still killing people today. Whenever you encounter a virus, the body will release these um, little chemicals, right? Uh, some of those chemicals, you know, tag the virus and they kill the cell and the virus that are there invading, right? But some of these chemicals that are released are called cytokines, and these cytokines are pretty powerful. They basically, like, flag the area and say, hey, you guys need to come fight over here, white blood cells and everybody else. And they go over there, and those cells bring inflammation. So that causes a systemic inflammation issue because the cytokine storm happens through the entire body. And when it does, not only does it encounter the foreign invader, it encounters other things that are going on. So in a daisy chain-like reaction, the cytokine storm produces more issues, more um, inflammation, et cetera. And eventually the patients end up passing away from that actual storm or the shock that comes from it, right? So whenever you're taking vitamin C, you want to make sure that you take vitamin C with actual quercetin. Quercetin is an actual compound that will help the actual cell membrane open up and allow vitamin C to go from the outside of the cell to the inside of the cell, which is where the virus is actually acting upon. And he's in the inside of the cell, the virus, and it's attacking the DNA. It's actually hijacking the DNA, making copies of itself. So if you have vitamin C and it goes in through the actual cell membrane or the door, uh, the person that opens the door is quercetin so that it goes through the door and then it allows vitamin C to go to the nucleus and attack that actual virus is hijacking the copier machine and it stops it and destroys destroys its ability to do its job. And then after that, white blood cells come and kill it, et cetera. So that's what vitamin C does. It's pretty phenomenal. Um, you know, we all heard the ivermectin, you know, hydroxychloroquine. Uh, I, I, I feel like, I, like I'm cursing when I say those words because of the so much controversy, right? It's kind of like uh, whenever you talk about black versus white, especially after what we went through last year, um, you know, all those things are very polarizing, politics, et cetera. But, you know, ivermectin, the job that ivermectin does, it allows that same thing to happen for the actual nutrients and different things in the body to pass through the cell membrane. So very, very, um, very, very intri intriguing to me how vitamin C and quercetin together can do almost what a drug does, right? And I'm not saying that the drug may or may not work. That discussion, you guys can argue about it in a barbecue or at Thanksgiving, right? I'm talking about the fact, though, that there is something natural that does the same thing, which is pretty pretty phenomenal, right? To what potency, et cetera, there's a bunch of research being done right now. But I would say if I were you and I was getting upper respiratory tract infections, that you probably should have some vitamin C and quercetin in hand if not already taking it on a daily basis. So uh, the, the one other supplement I want to talk about is zinc. Zinc is pretty imp impressive. It's like it literally – you need it for over 300 enzymes to actually be able to function, which is phenomenal, right? And it also is super important in the actual immune health function and DNA synthesis. So DNA creating new DNA is very, very important, and zinc actually helps do that. So biggest thing is that the proper, you know, the proper amount of zinc that's high quality and most absorbable, bioavailable, right, um, is what allows you to reduce sickness by 33%. So 33% is the reduction of amount uh, of time that you'll be 
less sick if you do take zinc on a regular basis. Folks, I have to take a quick break here. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. This is an Ask the Expert weekend on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can call our office at 937-552-7364. Uh, you can press option two to talk to somebody. If not, you can... Simply text that number at 937-552-7364 and, you know, let us know what you want and we can help you. Uh, And we can help you whatever information you want to make a better decision for your health. So, uh, you know, talking in the past few segments about the nutrients and the foods, et cetera, you should be consuming. And I, you know, talked about zinc. And one of the last things I want to talk about with zinc is you have to consume zinc along with B vitamins. If you do not, you cannot absorb it effectively. So that is how the body utilizes zinc most effectively is when it is actually increased or enhanced by the presence of B vitamins, B3, B2, B6, right? So a B vitamin complex. If you're not taking a B vitamin complex and you're taking zinc, you're not absorbing as much of it. So therefore, that means that, A, you have a gut issue because your body's not absorbing it where it's supposed to, which is the gut. Right. Creating new matter, plants, foods, you know, food particles and minerals, et cetera, and converting it to more of life matter. Right. Like your skin, muscles, bones, et cetera. Right. So if you're not absorbing in your gut, the actual um, you know, nutrients or even zinc is because uh, the B vitamins cannot activate the lining of the gut and therefore it cannot allow that absorption to be optimal. You're absorbing it, but you're not op- absorbing it optimally. Or you're not absorbing at the highest bioavailability, right? So specific vitamins that you need to take when you're taking zinc for it to be literally uh, most effective is taking B, B2 and B6. B2 and B6 with zinc are the vitamins you need to take when you're somebody who's susceptible to getting the actual seasonal flu or cold or you're, you know, you're, you're the person that gets everybody's cold. You're the community cold collector, <laughs> so you need to uh, you need to make sure that you have a good amount of zinc in hand, uh, uh, you know, along with B and B two and B six, because those are going to allow that actual zinc to be absorbed effectively uh, and reduce your duration of sickness or even from getting sick from a cold or a flu or etc. So uh, one of the last things I want to talk about elderberries and echinacea, and I know I touched on them very very quickly. I think last week, if not, that's okay. I'm gonna touch on them now. So elderberry has been literally being utilized. And the reason why it's so effective is because it actually helps. It's, it's literally a, a, a powerhouse of, of nutrients that make your immune system stronger. But when you consume elderberry syrup, it actually reduces the symptoms of like a cold or a flu or coughing, etc. because it has all these nutrients that activate your white blood cells and all these cells that allow your body to fight out the infection faster. Second uh, herb that I want to talk about is echinacea. Echinacea is basically uh, been known to boost the immune system. And also, furthermore, it can actually reduce your risk of getting sick by over 50%. So it's not that like you actually are already sick. So if you are like if you got exposed, right, 
uh, and you're trying to prevent yourself from like coming down with it, you feel very powerless, and you're like almost like in in a place of like, oh, like man, like I got exposed to somebody. You get kind of angry at that person, but it's not really their fault. And then you get kind of like, man, like what do I do? You take a kinesia. That's what you do, because it's not going to allow the early onset stuff that happens. That kinesia can actually block the the virus from attacking the cells. And it allows you to either, A, not get sick, or if you do, it's not going to last as long. And it also has been shown in studies to reduce the amount of sickness or length of sickness by 1.5 days. So, once again, if you do these things throughout this winter, I think you're going to fare well when it comes to being exposed and what you develop and what you don't develop. So, folks, I am out of time. I wanted to give you one of the last things about the immunity workshop, and it was the nutrition aspect, what you need to take, what you need to do in order to stay protected for you and your family. So, folks, I'm out of time. Thanks so much for listening. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO, The Angels and Talk. You're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.